Give it up and welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 1096. Today on Cars Yeah, we're celebrating the Concorso Italiano Car Show that takes place on Saturday, August 25th at the Black Horse Golf Course in beautiful Monterey Bay, California. For more information and tickets, go to concorso.com. There is no reason why a car should increase its value with the time. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hello, automotive enthusiasts. I'm revved up and so excited to introduce today's a very special guest calling in from Italy, Paolo Garella. Paolo, are you buckled up and ready for a fun ride? Absolutely, always. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Yes, you are. Paolo Garella is the founder of Manifatura Automobili in Torino, known as MAT or MAT. There, he and his very talented team have worked on numerous projects, including cars for Scuderia, Cameron Glickenhaus, and their racing program at the Nuremberg Ring. They developed and manufactured Apollo Intensa Emozione, I excuse my Italian there, Paolo, Perfect. prototypes, <laughs> and the restoration program for the Ferrari Modula by Paninfarina. His career includes time as testing engineer at Goodyear International Technical Center and with PTI Albatech in the Alba Group C Motor Racing Division. He worked at Paninfarina for years on many of their special projects, including managing the prototype engineering and manufacturing departments, the Jaguar X-Type Estate Project, the Paninfarina Special Projects Division. How cool is that? During his guidance, the company completed major one-offs projects, including the Ferrari P4 and 5 for James Glickenhaus, who, of course, you know has been a guest here on Cars yeah, and the Ferrari 612 Kappa for Peter Calacao and many other notable collectors. So, Paolo, I have told our listeners just a little bit about your exciting career around automobiles. Please take a brief moment, share a little more about your business and, of course, a very obvious passion for automobiles. But yes, it's always um, interesting and uh, a little bit shocking when uh, somebody reads what they have done. I think I've been a very, very lucky person. I have done my studies in Torino and then I move uh, immediately to Luxembourg to work for Goodyear. And then since then, uh, I've just been very lucky. I, I was in the right place in the right moment uh, with uh, PTI Albatech and even more after with Pininfarina when uh, I had the real chance to work with uh, Sultan of Brunei and we built a uh, hundred of one-off and special car with him uh, along five years. And then especially when Andrea Pininfarina allowed me to start a game special project and this was I, I used to say the restart of the era of the one-off because since then, since 2002-2003, there were no one-off built by anybody. And Pininfarina together with Zagato, we were the first one to start again this incredible adventure and to give again to collectors and lovers of the automotive the opportunity to have something bespoken and especially built for them. You know, just reading a brief intro and listening to what you're saying, I literally have goosebumps on my arms. And I know that may sound a little funny, but 
What you've been able to do and the projects you've been able to be involved with are so incredible. You're like a dream come true for all the designers and engineers and car enthusiasts out there. I mean, just I I can't even begin to tell you how excited I am today. And as we continue on your journey, Paolo, I like to start by asking my guests for a success quote or a mantra. This is some kind of saying that's been instrumental in forming your amazing life. It's a great way to get the inspirational tires turning here on Cars, yeah. So, Paolo, take the wheel. <laughs> I think uh, my inspirational sentence is um, is that one we have used when we started uh, the SCG project, and is uh, failure is not an option. Mm, yes. <laughs> um, I think this, to me, means much, much more than uh, just th- those words. I mean, means uh, a lot of uh, value and a lot of passion, but means dedication, means uh, the value of never feel uh, beaten by the event, the value to to be able to stand up again, uh, the will of finishing what you start. Um, a lot of things uh, that, uh, frankly, a lot comes from, from the American culture that uh, I, I really I like. But um, yeah, it's uh, much more than not just uh, what uh, everybody knows. <laughs> you know, this yes. is a sense that is known for, for uh, nowadays for a, a film for the Apollo 11, but uh, there is much more behind it. Absolutely. And I, I can only imagine when you're dealing with clients like the Sultan of Brunei or James Glickenhaus or any of the incredible people that you get to work with who want you to design and build bespoke vehicles who are very demanding people. They're used to not ye- hearing the word no. And they want what they want. And sometimes they may want things that are completely so far out there. Uh, I can only imagine that having that quote posted up on your computer or your wall in front of you every day is, is quite mandatory. Well, I would love to hear a little bit about your life and go back in time and talk about a story that instigated your personal passion for automobiles because You've got to be an automotive enthusiast to do what you've done. So tell us a pivotal moment in your life as you remember it, when you knew that you were going to be a car guy. Uh, It's a difficult question for me because maybe it was the moment in which I was born. (laughs) (laughs) I always knew that I was a pivotal guy. The thing I can can say is that in my family, there was, uh, I had an uncle and uh, he was a great engineer he was he has been for some time general director of ducati and he was involved in in uh, ario macchi early davidson when it was an italian company so he was a guy that uh, for my family was the true successful Italian engineer. So the guy was always serious. It was always really a guy to, to admire. And one day when I was a kid, he, he gave us as a present uh, uh, to myself and to my brother a, a compass, okay? A compass mm-hmm. to, to draw. Since that moment, uh, that compass was uh, something to be used to do a car. <laughs> ah, <laughs> yes. So, so I think that was a pivoting moment in which uh, I had a very clear objective of using those instruments to build uh, to build cars. You know, that's a wonderful gift to give a young man. I gave one of those to my son when he was younger, and of course, with a great metaphor for plotting life. You know, observing where you want to go, but I think that's a spectacular story. And Ducati, one of my favorite marks, I rode a Ducati Monster for many years. Wonderful motorcycle, loved it. Got to tour the Ducati factory. 
uh, back in 2011, I believe it was. Fantastic place. Uh, incredible story, Ducati in the line. So that's very cool. Well, let's take a look at some of the many roads you've driven down. No doubt you've been faced during your journey with some challenges, maybe some failures even you faced along the way. But these are great learning lessons. So I would love it if you'd walk us through one of those situations and tell us how that experience helped you gain even more momentum as you moved forward in your business and your career. I think that a moment in my career where I learned a lot was a big failure and was when in Pininfarina we decided to um, to try to go into a small volume production and it was the Enjoy. Probably nobody remembers the car. It was a show car that was presented the first was a two-seater Barchetta base on a Lotus uh, chassis. First car that was presented was uh, very extreme, was a gray car. And we were approached by the president of Louis Vuitton Japan, in some way convinced us to uh, build a car, branded Pininfarina, that he could sell in Japan. It was a long story, but let's say that uh, it turned out very, very bad. And Andrea Pininfarina was uh, completely mad to me because uh, I was uh, pushing and uh, and then the things went under control, out of control for uh, cost, for uh, the, the sales were a failure. The concept of the car was not uh, really received by the uh, by the market. So it was, uh, for me, a very, very difficult moment. It was a big hole in my in my career. But still, um, because of failure is not an option, I really started from that moment to first to believe that uh, I had to do things as I believe and not to, to follow too much what other people were saying. The second thing is that if you wanted to do something, you have to pay for it and nobody gives anything for, for free. And also, I think what I have been left by this ex- exercise that marketing is fine, but what really counts are the sales. Yes. Uh, yes. And, and, and this is, uh, I think, uh, what I have, the big learning I had from this experience. Wow. Well, that's a big one. That's a huge one. Now, I'm, I'm trying to think back and think, was that a two-seater kind of a sports car? Was Am I thinking about the right car? Yeah, it was a two-seater. Um, actually, the car we did was never really presented in the car that we did with Louis Vuitton was never really presented in any uh, motor show because Andrea decided not to present it in uh, was 2001 or 2002 in Paris. And mm-hmm. um, the uh, the car was, I think, was an interesting concept. The thing was that uh, Louis Vuitton was uh, supporting the project uh, and we did a lot of work. Uh, they had to do, and they did actually, the interior design of the car. But then... The Louis Vuitton management at that time decided not to brand the car. And this was a little bit of a shock for all the organization, a certainly a shock from us. And we were a little bit trapped between the standard politics between a huge corporation in which Japan was deciding something and then Paris was not supporting. I mean, those kind of things that happen in all the big corporations. But we were trapped, and probably I was a little bit too naive to to get trapped so so badly. But uh, so at the end, the car was not presented, and uh, recently I think has been bought by Louis Vuitton, and I think they have it somewhere in Paris. Wow, I, I remember 
Correct me if I'm wrong. I saw a picture. I think it was of you staying in front of the car, a white car. Is that was it white with a red interior? Was a red interior. It was not uh, exactly white. It was a little bit of uh, very light, cream, cream, very light cream, exactly. Okay, yeah. I, there was a picture in my brain. I'm looking, trying to get back to my yeah. my RAM memory, my skull. And <laughs> you were in front. You were in front of a very old. Uh, large home or, yes. or castle or yes. something. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It was a presentation yeah. uh, in um, in a Louis Vuitton event uh, in uh, in England. Okay. Wonderful. Wow. Well, thank you for sharing that painful story. Sorry to bring that back up into the archives, but wonderful learning lessons. Uh, that's for sure. Let's kind of go to the other end of the spectrum. I'd love for you to share a big career aha moment, maybe a big pivot you did in your career, something that had great meaning for you. I think I have two, if you allow me. <laughs> yes, of course. One is, um, let's say, is the other uh, part of my career when for a few years I was responsible for the reorganization of the Pininfarina engineering activities. It was a long process. Uh, I'm talking uh, 2000, uh, again, 2000, yeah, around 2000. We were called by, by Volvo to get part uh, to a, let's say, a, feasibility and the competition with another uh, uh, engineering uh, full service provider that was a German company to do the C70, the, the Volvo C70. But uh, okay. this was sometime, sometime in September. And um, it was, uh, and they told us, uh, well, you know, you're the second one. We would like you to participate. You've done a great job with Jaguar, but uh, it's very unlikely we're going to give the, the, the work to do. And because failure is not an option, we work really the best. We put together all the best uh, people, all the best, uh, uh, what Pini Farina could put together of all the best competence of the yeah. in Torino. And finally, we won. And I remember the, the phone call from uh, Andrea Pini Farina telling me that uh, they receive the the news from from Volvo that we were the chosen uh, supplier and this became uh, I manage all only that part of the of the program so I was mm-hmm. only in charge of uh, this uh, say feasibility then there was another project matter that uh, took uh, took charge of uh, the project but I really felt this uh, as as a big big uh, win oh uh, gosh, it, was, yeah. uh, it was very very important the second one it was when we presented p45 uh, in pebble beach we presented at the gooding auction and uh, there was this uh, big uh, big room with all these old cars etc the the car was was on the stage and uh, andrea pininfarina with his family was there and and the jim was there with uh, his family mm-hmm. and uh, mr gooding presented the car and I think only in that moment I realized what we did because uh, it was uh, a Ferrari not built by Ferrari. It was the first big project, uh, let's say, new one-off project built by Pininfarina since uh, at that point it was almost 10 years uh, since when we stopped to work with uh, with uh, with the Southern of Brunei, uh, mm-hmm. it was uh, something that was sh- shaking the world, and all the people in the room were wow. <laughs> and um, yes. and it was one of these magic projects in which, uh, for strange reason, the people involved want to do it, and they all have a special reason to do, especially that car. And when this happened, is a s- sort of magic. There was myself. There was. Uh, 
there was the the style it, the style was uh, Castriota Jason Castriota he loved that car he loved the 330 uh, so the, the P3 P4 he want, always wanted to do a car like this I wanted to start a new business I was coming from the big uh, it's a hit of the enjoy so I really had a lot of things to uh, to achieve and uh, and we did it and probably we did more than what we were feeling at that time so I, I I like to remember that moment as one of the wow moments of my of my career. Oh my gosh, most definitely, <laughs> uh, superba, fantastico, <laughs> bravo! I mean, it's just uh, yeah, absolutely spectacular, just incredible. Talk about hitting it out of the park, as we would say in baseball over here. Well, let's have a little bit of fun and talk about your first really special car, that first car that perhaps you got. In your life. Now, this could be a car that you got to drive, or it could be a car that the first car you really got to do a lot of design work on, whatever it might be. I'd love for you to share a special memory about that vehicle. You know, I'm Italian, and people of my, I am 58, and uh, all the people of my age had in the family a Fiat 500. And, of course, yes. <laughs> and also, my mother had, uh, had one. And it was uh, pale uh, blue, very very light uh, light blue, and it was one of the of the very first one with uh, the uh, the gearbox uh, without without synchro. And uh, I spent uh, <laughs> not hours, days, <laughs> seated in the car, standing still with the engine off, uh, just changing the gears. <laughs> Ah, uh, fun. <laughs> and uh, I think that that was my the, the day in which my family sold the car, and my father sold it when I was away without telling me I, I was. Oh no! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Really oh my gosh! The car I would like to to find again. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe that's the answer to my next question: the seller's remorse question. The car you'd like to have back, but maybe there's another car. Well, no, I think I, I would like to have uh, that car back, really. And if I have to pick <laughs> up another one, I think that the and, and only other car that I would like to have back is, uh, but I never own it. I was on the car a few times, was, and probably from this you will understand how strange guy I am, but <laughs> <laughs> I, I would like to have a Fiat uh, 2300 uh, estate. Yeah, okay. Okay. <laughs> you know what's you know what's incredible about this story and what I love about it? You've been around some insanely incredible cars and yet we go back to the modest little Fiat 500 in the little estate. I mean, that's what's so great about this. Our memories, our memories of childhood, our memories of those exciting times that were so simple and so easy. Uh little did we know at the time how simple and easy they were, but Oh, wow. Well, you surprised me with that answer. Very, very interesting. Well, let's talk about today and tomorrow. What has you excited right now? And also, what has you excited about the upcoming Concorso Italiano, a, a wonderful event that takes place during Monterey Car Week? I've been going for decades now. I'm so excited to be able to go and meet the many guests I've had on the, on this show this week who are going to be at the show. What has you excited about Concorso Italiano? I, um, I've been to Concorso Italiano only a, a few times, and um, what was very interesting for me was the love of the Italian cars uh, uh, in U.S. I mean, uh, Italy, everybody knows, a part of Ferrari, uh, pulled out of uh, U.S. many years ago. 
But uh, to see all these, uh, let's say, old cars, uh, all used, really used. I mean, I remember from the from the Lancia Monte Carlo to the um, uh, to the to the Fiat 124. I mean, even people that were showing bringing the Alpha 164, the the, the 75. I mean, all, yeah. all the that. Let's be, I mean, <laughs> honest. All these were crap. <laughs> yeah, they're and, yeah they're a little rough. Yeah. Let's say that. Yeah, and and <laughs> and the fact that the people still love them, drive them, bringing them around, showing. I found this uh, really incredible. I think there is nothing else like this uh, love of the uh, of these Italian brands that uh, is mm-hmm. fantastic. So yeah. um, th- that is. Uh, then we will we will bring our new so new Stratos, so that our demonstrator that we just uh, finished to build, and this will be will be on display and will be around uh, the the Monterey area for the for the week. Oh, it's so fantastic! The Italian allure of the beautiful Italian cars, I think, is a big part of it. There's a romance about it for us automotive enthusiasts who love Italian cars. A real romance in in history, and we we overlook. I mean, even the old Ferraris. When you start to tear them apart and look at, really, they weren't built that well no. uh, underneath the skin. Um, they were a bit rough and uh, so forth. But uh, there's just that Italian love, and I think the spirit of Italian people and Italian design is what comes through those cars. At least for me and my friends who love Italian cars. So. I so look forward to seeing you at the show. Uh, it's going to be absolutely fantastic again this year. And uh, I encourage anyone out there that is not attended, you have to go. It's just one of the key elements of Car Week at Pebble Beach, uh, Carmel, Monterey, that is just uh, a half to attend. So I look so forward to seeing you there, Paolo. Let's, uh, let's have you answer a very introspective question. If you, Paolo, were manifested into a car, <laughs> what, would, what would you be and why? <laughs> uh, nice question. Um, <laughs> you would be surprised. I think that uh, the car that which I would like to be manifested is the car that I actually drive, and is okay. a Mercedes uh, 350 diesel formatic. I am surprised. Uh, yes, is <laughs> uh, so but is a CLS. Oh, nice. Okay, yeah. Um, it's a model that I don't think you have in U.S. because it's the um, is the estate version. Is the yes. shooting brake. The reason is that uh, it's a car that drives, never stops, is fast. Uh, it goes uh, where you want. Uh, it has a lifting uh, suspension. It has four wheel drive. Uh, I can drive uh, in the winter, in the summer, when it's hot, when it's cold, and I always go fast where I want. Uh, so it's for me, and and is efficient. It's a good uh, and sorry has a nice design. So it has a little <laughs> bit of uh, everything that uh, I'm yes. looking. I I can go. I don't know. I can. Two weeks ago, uh, I had a meeting in uh, close to Dijon. From here, are over six hundred kilometer uh, each way. We did mm-hmm. in one day. Um, uh, nice. And uh, with a very very efficient marriage, and uh, it was great. So that that I think is me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, this is very interesting to me because this week I'm promoting the Concorso Italiano, and I'm having uh, guests on the show that are involved. Yesterday's guest was another Italian gentleman, 
Cesare Gaspari, if I say his name right here, Zeza, and uh, from the uh, Florio family, of course, that started his great uncle, started Targa Florio. And he uh, talked about uh, his love for uh, the AMG Mercedes Mark. So I see a little trend happening here (laughs) a little bit. You guys have jumped ranks, but I understand. I understand it's a combination of everything, which is exactly what you are, Paolo. So I, I appreciate you going there with us today. Well, Paolo, up next is the last lap. But before we put the pedal to the metal, let's say thank you to today's Cars Yeah sponsors. Do you know the best way to protect your vehicle, both the exterior and the interior, is with a car cover? I've been using Covercraft car covers since 1975. That's right, 1975. It's a fast, easy, and inexpensive way to keep your vehicle looking new. Covercraft has been manufacturing premium quality exterior and interior covers for over 50 years with a stellar reputation for durability and design. They're the world's largest manufacturer of custom-patterned vehicle covers that are crafted to fit over 80,000 patterns and growing. They are the only cover I'll put on my vehicles. You can choose from a wide variety of fabrics, styles, colors, and more. From full cover designs for factory to custom-made vehicles, plus convertible top covers, trucks, truck cab coolers, motorcycles, scooters, ATVs, trailers, campers, personal watercraft, and a wide variety of custom features. Covercraft is the right choice. Learn more today at Covercraft.com and tell them Mark sent you. That's Covercraft.com. What's every automotive enthusiast dream? To design and build that perfect garage. My friends at Metron Garage are a group of creative talents who've combined their passion for cars with their careers in architecture. Their service includes unique garage design and state-of-the-art fabrication. They will create the coolest custom garage for you and your vehicles. Metron Garage's system features fully engineered commercial-grade material and structural framing that's stronger than traditional construction. Their designs are pre-engineered to meet your building codes for fast, bolt-together construction. With over 25 years of experience, you'll see a 3D rendering to visualize your custom garage and the final structure will fulfill all your storage needs. Contact Metron Garage today and begin realizing your dream garage. Go to metrongarage.com. That's metrongarage.com. Garages built for discerning enthusiasts. Where it's not just a garage, it's where your dream garage comes true. Okay, Paolo, we are back and we're entering the last lap. I'm going to fire off a series of questions and ask you to give our listeners some very quick blips of the throttle answers. So here we go. What's the best automotive advice you've ever received? There is no reason why a car should increase its value with the time. Oh, now that's an interesting comment going on the uh, the legs here of the Concorso Italiano, where there's a whole bunch of uh, very valuable old cars. Where did you get that advice from? It was... Um a guy, a guy that was trading very, very exotic car in the south of France. Mm. It, well, okay. I think I found it very, very interesting. Made me a lot, a lot to, to think about the map. Yes, absolutely. Kind of goes against the grain of all car collectors, exactly. that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Would you share one of your personal habits you believe has contributed to your many successes over the years? I try to stay focused. Stay focused on on what is. Uh, the problem and to stick to facts. I think that's uh, what I do. Absolutely. 
Now, there are wonderful resources for all of us these days. Is there a resource in particular that you've enjoyed that you'd like to share with the Cars Yow listeners? Uh, um, I read a little bit of everything. I think uh, with the way how we found resources today, it's very, very different from what was in the time. Uh, very frankly, I do not have a specific source of uh, know-how that I that, that I use constantly. I, I a lot of time I go back to old uh, books. That uh, oh, okay, yep. Yeah. There's some great things in books these days. Those things we used to turn the pages and read. On uh, pieces of paper. Yeah, absolutely. Well, if I could arrange for you to have a drink with anyone in the automotive industry, living or deceased, who would that person be? Uh, to Mr. Materazzi. Oh, okay. But I don't know if uh, you, you have met, uh, but uh, I met him a couple of times. I think uh, has been a guy that uh, has done a lot, a lot of very, very interesting things and uh, represent uh, certain kind of uh, Italian engineer. Mm, yes. No, I've not had the pleasure of meeting, but uh, very interesting. First time that name's come up here. Well, I know we mentioned reading. Is there a book in particular that you'd like to share that you've enjoyed reading with our uh, listeners? Yes. <laughs> Unsafe at all speed. Ah, yes. <laughs> yeah. I believe that one's been mentioned before, but uh, yeah, a great book. What is it about that book you like so much? I think uh, when I read it many years ago, gave me a perspective of the belief of uh, the safety, around safety, that were into the, uh, the automotive world that were uh, very, very interesting. From some, some side were frightening, but it was very interesting to understand how in a certain moment people believe that uh, shouting hands-on to his kids, they would save their life. But mm. that is, was the time. It was very interesting. So the book you're talking about is by Ralph Nader, yeah. Unsafe at Any Speed, which is, of course, among automotive enthusiasts, been somewhat frowned upon over the years because they all say, well, look what it did to the Corvair. Uh, you know, it was the beginning of Ralph Nader's uh, getting into cars and things. But uh, either way you think about it, an interesting read for sure. Well, I'll remind you, listeners, you can find all these wonderful resources that Paolo has shared on his Cars yeah show notes page. Just go to carsyeah.com, type in Paolo, P-A-O-L-O, Garella, G-A-R-E-L-L-A, and that page will pop right up with all these links. All right, Paolo, we're coming up to the end here. This is the fun part. I like to call this question a bit of a doozy. Today, I'm going to buy you any cool collector car on the planet. doesn't matter who owns it or where it is. I'm going to park it in your garage. But there's a couple rules. You can only have this one collector car. You can keep your Mercedes. No, don't worry. It's there. You can't sell this car to buy a bunch of other toys with. So if you pick that Ferrari GTO, you've got to keep it. You can't sell it at Monterey uh, during car week at one of the auctions. But I want you to drive it and enjoy it. I don't want it to just sit in the garage. So what can I buy you today? I think you should come to my company and to order me a one-off <laughs> made on a Ferrari 612 Scaglietti. Oh, you know, there is an awesome answer. That would be spectacular. Yes. Uh, not in so many ways for me. One is to be able to be there to be involved in a one-off build, which I can only dream of. And, of course, the other is to be able to provide you with the ability to design and build a car for yourself. And especially on the 612 platform, what a wonderful platform. 
Uh, wow, wouldn't that be cool? You know what I'm going to have you do? When I run across you at uh, Concorso Italiano, I'm going to have you give me a quick little sketch of what this car would look like. <laughs> I want to know what it is I'm paying for here. Uh, I think that would be pretty darn cool. I would keep that drawing for the rest of my life, but there's nothing better I would love to do. To, uh, have you. Okay, okay, there you go. I'll share that with my listeners for sure. Keep a track of my Cars Yeah Facebook page and Mark Green's Facebook page for that picture because I think it's going to be something pretty special. Wow. Well, Paolo, you've taken me on an incredible ride today. I knew this would be fun. I've really enjoyed getting to know you better. Cannot wait to see you and shake your hand at Concorso Italiano. Would you offer our listeners one little parting piece of wisdom or guidance before you rip off into the Italian Alps in that Ferrari 612 one-off build? Well, I think that uh, something that uh, I would like to share is uh, that in our life is very important to believe uh, in our dreams. Basically, our our hours and uh, are the most important, uh, or say what I believe are the most important part of us. There is never a reason why we should drop one of our dreams. And things comes in in life. I mean, I would never thought uh, uh, in my wildest dream that I could do what I have done, and I did it. Yeah, congratulations! Absolutely spectacular, wonderfully said. What's the best way for our listeners to follow along with you and learn more about you and your company? Uh, we have um, a website, manufacturautomobilitorino.com, and we have a Facebook page, and we are also on Instagram and all the other things. But if they write, if they come uh, along, we are a very open, very small but very open company. If somebody comes to Torino and wants to, to come and see us, is always welcome. Nice. Well, there's your invitation. And I'll make sure I put a link to all these sites on Paolo's show notes page on the Cars yeah website, just go there, click on those. You can check out his Instagram page, Facebook, his company website. I think you will be blown away at the kinds of projects and things that they get to work on. Uh, dreams do come true when you work very, very hard. Well, listeners, again, this has been great fun. And Paolo, this has been great fun. I hope that as many of you listeners will join Paolo and I on the lawn at the Black Horse Golf Course. Uh, in beautiful Monterey Bay, August 25th for the Concorso Italiano. Thank you, Paolo. Grazie for being so generous today with your time and expertise and for sharing your incredible life story with the Carja audience. Until you and I talk again, I'll see you at Concorso Italiano. Thank you. Thank you very much. I'll see you there. Ciao, ciao. You take care of your cars. But who takes care of your investments? Tune-ups aren't just for engines. Updating your financial plan is important, too. Your GPS may take you from A to B, but it won't help you on the road to financial freedom. For that, you need a good co-pilot and a very trusted advisor. Chris Kimball, CFP, is just the man for the job. He'll guide you down that road without driving you crazy. For over 25 years, Chris has helped people just like you and me with their financial planning and investments. With a master's degree in financial services, he is eminently qualified, and he's a car guy too. Learn more at chrisvkimble.com or call 866-ON-A-PLAN. Securities through Money Concepts Capital Corp. Member FINRA SIPC. CK Financial Services is not affiliated with Money Concepts Capital Corp. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah. Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up 
a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah!